Today. 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 Today with Jeff Vines. Twice every weekday on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, on the eve of another Good Friday, uh, some people around the nation will be taking the opportunity to be thinking about a long weekend, uh, things that might be a complete distraction from your normal work life and normal family situation. Others will take this Easter weekend, and particularly tomorrow, Good Friday, They'll take time to reflect on some things in their lives. One of the good things that happens at Easter time is that because we reflect on Jesus' death on the cross and then the resurrection on Easter Sunday, that these things are very, very important for our lives. Questions that need to be asked and questions that need to be answered. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch back with us again today. And Bill, one of your latest articles is about five vital questions that people need to ask of their lives. Uh, Let's uh, come to the reason for why you might be talking about these five questions. It's uh, interesting. When you read through the, the Bible, you come across really profound and penetrating questions, and it occurred to me that, hey, you could easily write an article on this. In fact, you could do quite a few, I suppose, because there's quite a few really heavy-duty questions that are asked, questions that every single one of us actually should deal with and seek to answer. A long time ago, the pagan philosopher Socrates talked about how the unexamined life is not worth living. (laughs) I think he was on to something there. If we're not willing to reflect and think about ourselves and, you know, why we're here, what we're doing, well, we're just kind of taking up space. So it's interesting to find some of these really uh, crucial and vitally important questions being asked throughout the Bible. Well, Bill, I've looked at your article, and we could have done a segment like this on each one of the questions. Mm. If I ask you to list very quickly the five questions, then we might pick up on one or two. What are the five Mm. questions you believe that people need to ask and then answer? Yes, well, I actually had uh, far more than five, so I thought, well, I'll just grab these five somewhat arbitrarily, and maybe I'll write a few more articles at least. But uh, and it's interesting that the five I ended up taking, they have a lot of similarities to them. Back in Exodus, we have Moses asking, who is on the Lord's side? Uh, in the book of First Kings, we have this question, how long will you halt between two opinions? And then three more key questions from the Gospels. Uh, In John, Jesus is asked, what is truth? Uh, In Luke, we hear of a guy asking Jesus, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And finally, in the Gospel of Mark, we have uh, Jesus asking, for what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world but loses his own soul? They are five very important questions, and we can't deal with all of them in depth today, but let's go with question number one. Uh, Who is on the Lord's side? This is particularly important, I guess, in today's society when people are drawn in so many different directions. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, as it turns out, a good four of these five questions all pretty much have the same theme, the same idea of take a pick, you know, whose side are you on? 
Are you on God's side or are you against him? Uh, in all four of these passages, there's this clear idea that there's no middle ground, there's no sitting on the fence, there's no third option. You're either with me or you're against me. And in the case of this first question, uh, that goes back to the episode, the sad episode of the golden calf, right? Israel had just been miraculously delivered from Egypt and bondage and the exodus had taken place and yet Moses goes up to the hill to get the Ten Commandments and you know 40 days was too much for them the wait they fall into idolatry and gross immorality uh, you know so soon after being delivered not a bad picture of the Christian life how many of us you know have a wonderful uh, Christian uh, experience but then kind of fall back so anyways, Moses comes down the hill and he says, all right, who's on God's side and who isn't? So the Levites quickly rally to uh, uh, Moses and uh, then, of course, God breaks forth in some well-deserved judgment. So it's a pretty important question. Whose side are you on? Bill, it sort of reminds me a little bit of, you know, the sort of activity that used to go on in the schoolyard when mm-hmm. you'd be, you know, picking sides and, uh, yeah. you know, you'd always want to go with one particular leader or another. Yeah. Uh, there is a sense, isn't it, which is it's not a difficult thing. It's mm. the difficulty is actually in having the will to pursue the choice that you make. Yeah, so the the choices are rather stark and quite clear. Uh, you know, it's one or the other. And, uh as we uh, heard with some of the other questions, often they involve selfishness. In fact, two of them involve uh, riches, wealth. And the question is, what's more important to you? What's your, what's your priority in life? Are you more hung up about your possessions and your great wealth or gaining things in this world? Or are you instead uh, willing to give it all away if need be? to serve that which is worth our attention and time and priority. So, yeah, it's, it always boils down to some choice here. And, uh, you know, everybody has to ask themselves the question, what is worthwhile in life? What am I living for? Who do I uh, exist to serve, myself or the living God? Well, Bill, when you say who is on the Lord's side and you say that there is a common theme in four of those questions, uh, I'll assume that it's question four, which is a little different to those. Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? This one is an outstanding question and this time of year, a question we ought to ask given that we're here we are on the eve of Good Friday and uh, Easter Sunday is coming. Uh, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Yes, well, this is the one of those two that I mentioned having to do with wealth, because in this case, this was the guy, uh, the rich young ruler, and so Jesus really does focus in on his life. Uh, he lists actually five of the Ten Commandments, to which the rich ruler replies, oh, but I've kept all those from my youth. Uh, but then Jesus really <laughs> zeroes in on the real core issue here. He says, yes, but... Uh, what about all your wealth? What about all your riches? Are you willing to give that away for the kingdom? Uh, as Jesus put it, one thing you lack, go and sell all that you have and give to the poor. And then we read, the rich ruler went away sad because he had great riches. So you have to ask, in this case, was this just a rhetorical question, right? He really wasn't all that serious about 
learning about what it needs to have eternal life, because uh, when he got the answer from Jesus, instead of jumping at it and uh, receiving it, he walked away because his riches were more important to him than eternal life. So uh, pretty heavy-duty situation and one that we all need to... Uh, I guess, look at our own lives and ask the same question. Yes, and the unexamined life you were talking about a little earlier, uh, this time of year, and in fact, uh, no better time than right now, right now in the present, uh, Mm -hmm. to actually come to these questions, because uh, for many of us on the Easter long weekend, we're about to go into a whole lot more distraction. So, Thinking about these questions, even right now, is an important thing. The idea of a spiritual checkup, a, a, a biblical spiritual analysis, or a self, perhaps a little introspection as to say, well, who am I? What am I doing? What do I believe? And whose side am I on? This is a good time right now, isn't it, Bill? Mm, absolutely. Any uh, sensible person will do the occasional, at least, uh, physical checkup, go to the doctor and get themselves checked out just for the basics, see how you're doing. It certainly never hurts to do that on the spiritual level. In fact, in some ways, it's far more important that we do this spiritual checkup and we let God ask us some hard questions. How are we doing in our Christian life? Are we really devoted to Him, dedicated to Him, or are we just kind of serving ourselves So these kind of questions will help us to think, to meditate a bit, ponder on our own situation. And as you say, Easter is probably a good time in which to do some of this spiritual checkup. Well, we didn't get to cover all of the five in depth, but we did get an overview. And Bill, I'll point people to one of your latest articles called Five Absolutely Vital Questions. And people can find you when they Google Culture Watch or Bill Muhlenberg, Five Absolutely Vital Questions, uh, one of your latest articles. And Bill Muhlenberg, always good talking to you and uh, hope you have a fabulous time uh, reflecting on the things of God through the Easter weekend. Uh, We'll talk to you again next week. Look forward to it. Thanks. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.